0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Underwear Cast, where we are ranking our new pairs of underwear. I am your host, Maxim Allen, and today I am wearing a new pair of Lululemon mediums. Ooh. Fresh out the bag. They are fantastic. God damn. going to be hungry, dude. <laughs> today is March 13th, 2021, and we actually have a special episode for you here today. This is actually an episode of Don't Quit Your Day Job. So dumb I'm I'm like working on trying out new twisted intros Yeah
1: (laughs) We got a special episode uh, That is not what I just said Yeah
0: (laughs) we got a special episode that's a totally different podcast Um so you you know what it is. It's a show about people and their creative passions. And today I'm joined by a new friend of mine from the last uh, six months or so. Um, we have a musician and comedian and all-around underwear wearer, uh, <laughs> Sasha Von D. So give it up for him.
1: You're really scraping the, bottle of the bottom of the barrel with this one, really. <laughs> what? I mean, look Are you at, not I wearing mean, underwear? Not, no, I mean, just look at you. you, you I mean, a couple weeks ago you were... Talking to Matt and Amy. I mean... <laughs> just, I mean talking to some fucking kid. I mean...
0: This you, week, I was a little... Uh, I was feeling a little lazy. Yeah, I had a lot going on at work. <laughs> and then... Uh, What happens typically is Friday comes and I go, oh fuck, I haven't lined up my next guest. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh my, that's yeah, that's a great, great way to uh, to start this experience.
0: Yeah, I think it's. uh, I don't know. It's not too bad. It could be. It could be better. Um, I'm a little nervous about reaching up out to people who are significantly cooler than I am. Right. 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 (laughs) Yeah.
1: You. You have to. You know, there's punching up and punching down in comedy. Yeah. And there's like this is definitely you're you're you're. Getting the dregs. <laughs> Getting the dregs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the leftovers of interviewees. Like no, I no, not really. I um, aye, aye, aye. I like Matt and Amy were like a little bit up. They're like uh, they're like yeah. equals, but like a, a hair or two up. Yeah. We're still on like you know we're on first name basis. I like mm. know them, so I'm like. One day I'm gonna start pushing into bigger and bigger guests and yeah. go full Joe Rogan, but I'm not I'm not there yet. <laughs> like the problem is is hosting this show, I don't want someone to like reach out to someone big name and they come over and then they're just recording in my bedroom with cats all over them. And yeah. I'm like, Yeah, welcome to my professional sounds, podcast. I would
1: love to see Kanye West in your <laughs> fucking bedroom. <laughs> I would love to see Kanye fucking dealing with pickles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then Eating he would, soup. And then, like the next season of his like uh, Yeezy clothing would all have like white on the inside <laughs> of it. Like it would be all based on my cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So um, I do. I do want to say um, we are recording this episode outside yeah. because someone's mom doesn't want to get COVID. <laughs> my
1: mommy, <laughs> my mommy's worried about it. <laughs> so now I'm far from Maxim.
0: Yeah. So if you hear a wind or a cat or like neighbors arguing, that's yeah. that's because we're outside. God, I
1: I fucking hope to god the neighbors start arguing.
0: <laughs> that would be great. And just as a treat, as a little treat, <laughs> as a little treat. Yeah, <laughs> here here's some
1: domestic disputes.
0: <laughs> All right, Sasha. So let's get into this. To start let's get into off. It. Where are you from, and how old were you when you first got into
1: comedy or music? When was your first little dip in your toes into dip these my things? Little, my little toes, my little toesy-woesies in the hot tub. Um, I'm from uh, Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I'm from New York, New York. It's so weird. That's weird to you? <laughs> yeah. Where, where, where do I seem like I'm from?
0: I don't know. You, you give me like kind of a, like a Boise, Idaho vibe. <sighs>
1: That's like the worst fucking thing you could have said to me. <laughs> We're really starting off rocky, dude. Um You have like a, a west coast vibe.
0: Okay. But like like a cof- like a coffee <laughs> not come to there, west stop coast. There. Yeah. Stop there. Stop <laughs> there. Seattle. You Seattle maybe?
1: Okay. I I am okay, I'll I'll yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you say that to me. Okay. Um no, I'm from I'm from uh, I'm from New York. And uh first time I did comedy was like, first time I did it would have been... Did you do comedy before music? Know. No, I did music before comedy. Okay. What was the first in that, then? Well, mu- music, I got into it because my, <laughs> my brother and I watched School of Rock. <laughs> and and you know how the drummer in that movie, like the drummer kid is like, he's got spiky hair and he mm. doesn't care about the rules. Yeah. My brother and I were both like, oh man, that's so fucking, that kid's so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> and... uh it, but but my brother jumped on it early, and he went to my dad and was like, "I want to learn to play the drums," mm-hmm. you know. And my dad's a musician, and and so he had the drummer from his band teach my brother how to play the drums. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Fuck!" Like. Like Leo already got the drums, yeah. <laughs> so I gotta do. I gotta figure out like, okay, who's the second coolest kid in school for rock? <laughs> and it was the the kid who wears who wears the top hat and does the solo. Oh, so okay, I re- I remember the moment. I, I remember like sitting on the couch and kind of working up the. My, my dad has a little like home studio, mm-hmm. and kind of like, like kind of like working up the courage to like, hey, dad. Can you, you think I? You think he could teach me how to play guitar? <laughs> and then I was a terrible student. I was like, this was this was a, I was like maybe six, seven years mm-hmm. old. Um, so like first, second grade, I was a terrible student. Um, he would give me homework assignments, and then I wouldn't do them. Yeah, and it was like he, he like he know he, like I'm not tricking him yeah <laughs> <laughs> like he lives with me, you know, you know, you know, you know, like I'm not getting away with it, yeah, yeah
0: um I love the idea that you start music not because you're you want to play music, but because you
1: want to be cool, like the kids in school a hundred percent yeah, because because I was yeah I, I mean I, I had no coolness factor, I was yeah I've always just been like a little skinny nerd, mm, mm-hmm. so I was like, how can i how can I you know, get some clout. You need some mass appeal. I need some... <laughs> yeah, right, I need some mass appeal. <laughs> and uh, and guitar was the way.
0: Did you do any music in, like, school at all? Did you, like, pick up... Were you in, like, band or orchestra or anything like that? Or No.
1: no uh, every year they would do a big, like, end-of-the-year show at my elementary school. And, uh... And where, you know, like, where the school band would play. But then at the end they would have the dad's band play. And the dad's band was just a bunch of a bunch of dads... Of kids who played music and, like, um, you know, had varying levels of achieving their dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they got to be rock stars for a night in front of, you know... Uh, all the other parents that is like my
0: comedy nightmare it's like one (laughs) day like what's the big gig for this year oh i
1: performed at my son's elementary school (laughs) fuck dude yeah i mean mean, that's that's brutal um so you wait your your dad so 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 he so he was he was like in the dad's band and then once i got good enough he would pull me in as like a ringer to the dad's band to to the dad's band to play songs at the end of the year yeah (laughs) give me give me
0: some clout What's uh so you said your dad's a musician. Why didn't he start you on music like from birth? Was oh. he just like wa- waiting for you to come around? He's like, There's gonna be a movie that'll <laughs> get my kids into <laughs> it, and then I'll be here. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think I think he didn't want to push me into it. Mm. Um you know, his like so so his dad was raised by he was like Russian royalty, he was like raised by nannies and and shit. Um and so he like my grandfather was was forced to like play like like he had he had, like because his parents were like lords <laughs> were like <laughs> were like it was like a duke and a duchess and so like he was expected at. Parties to come down and like present, yeah, and like and like tell a little anecdote that would ever make everybody, oh my god, he's so well spoken, oh my god, and and, like do a little piano recital. Imagine the pressure. Imagine what that would suck. How brutal is that? Yeah, (laughs) and so 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 he was forced to play piano, and the second he turned eighteen, I mean, well, you know, the war happened so. I mean, and his parents were killed and, you know, whatever, but, 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 <laughs> but
0: breezing over the October yeah. revolution, <laughs> <laughs> just like a footnote in this story. Yeah. 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 Anyway, now I talk
1: about furries on
0: stage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you know, uh, furries ain't so bad. Uh, <laughs> Stalin, uh, you c- could have done a better job, but furries, let's talk about these furries. Um, So, so, uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, he never played piano again so long as he lives. I mm-hmm. mean, I mean my dad never heard him play. And, um, so there was that kind of like ancestral thing. And then, you know, he, the guy who was raised by a duke and a duchess isn't going to, isn't a warm father. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, 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 you know, my dad loves his, loved his dad and, and, uh, but they had a very kind of tense, Mm -hmm. formal relationship. And, uh, so I, I think he didn't want to like, you know, like. You're a Tidkovsky, and you're gonna do this because that's what Didkovskys do. Yeah, like yeah he yeah. did He didn't want to have really any element of that right. in my in my uh, raising, in my rearing.
0: Okay, so got So your grandpa
1: grandfather made your dad get into music. No, actually, my, my dad got into music in a, like like on his own. But, but but you know, there were other things that there was a lot of pressure on my dad, mm-hmm. you know, to do well in school and. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, Re- like, reconquer do- Russia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> get back to the motherland and show him his boss. No, no. Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, just just do well well in school and yeah, you know, yeah. like make money and you know that kind of stuff. So so, I think just just that. He didn't want to impose any of that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Okay.
0: Interesting. So yeah. then you you kind of get it over your own volition. Was yeah. your dad like lit when your dad and your brother? Like got into <laughs> when it. Me and my
1: brother got into it. He, he he was uh, he was definitely excited about it. I I I think. Um, oh, um
0: what kind of wait wait what kind of music
1: is your dad into? What does he play? At this time in your lives, um, he's got a few bands. Um, well, so so I don't know. Why uh, I'm talking to you this episode. I should just be interviewing your dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, heavy metal okay. it was it was like I, and like like metal and like really intense weird music experimental stuff he, mm-hmm. like so he's got a few bands uh the one he's most he's most well known for is dr nerve it's a progressive rock band okay um eight piece progressive rock band Whoa. horn section and yeah um <laughs> and uh it, you know when, when you say progressive rock people think you know like it's like uh yes and and you know like that like, like he's singing about you know um fairies and, and stuff like that. Right. Which is not the it's more like uh kind of Frank Zappa E. Mm-hmm. So just like intense riffs and weird time signatures and stuff. Yeah. Um and then he has a band with my brother grindcore band called Vomit Fist. Which is super dope. I listen yeah. to You listen to them? <laughs> yeah I listen to it. Do, yeah well you I I'll uh next time I'm over I'll bring a, a Vomit Fist sticker. My dad like carries like 15 of them around wherever he goes <laughs> nice he's
0: and just like me once again why am i interviewing yeah i know i know uh, you would uh, you i'm buy. the sticker guy yeah last night me and geo traded stickers i like gave him stickers like oh i got oh. stickers for you just pulled out a wad of them i was like yo <laughs> <laughs> sticker oh, that, time. that's what you were doing when you were like i have something for you yeah and you yeah. like snuck away into the back room <laughs> <laughs> okay cool so he's in like he's like He's into weird stuff, progressive yeah. metal, all that, yeah um, you guys get into it do you do you ever have any formal musical training? No, I can't read music um so you just you you play by like tabs and by ear yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: um by feel by feel it's in your it's a gut thing, maxim <laughs> you you play music? no, not no, at all I could tell yeah, I could tell look at you, you I there's appre- no, nothing behind your eyes no, I'm an
0: appreciator, <laughs> I'm not a music creator at all <laughs>
1: yeah. no it, it, it's um. Yeah, I, I I've never had any formal formal training, but it's you know,
0: who who needs it? Yeah, when when did you? How many bands have you been in? And what was your first
1: band outside of the dad band? <laughs> outside of the dad band, first. Well, I haven't been in, in that many. Um, uh, first band in high school was El Duibo, mm. and uh, it was just, it was just a bunch of you know a bunch of rascals and near wells mm-hmm. and uh. We played one show. It sounds like high school bands. Yeah. yeah. We we played one show. It was the seventieth birthday of our lead guitarist's grandmother. Oh. And they're <laughs> gonna say your lead guitarist. Like it's just a bunch of high schoolers <laughs> and then a seventy year old. <laughs> yeah. Um but so so You played this birthday party? We pl- yeah, it it was like way out in the sticks. It was like way, way, way upstate in like rural. New York. You're like white planes <laughs> and, yeah and, and, and we we had we had to play all these songs from the seventies, like like we didn't play one or like all like all, our whole set list was just was just covers of like you know
2: spirit in the sky and that shit, <laughs>
1: um, so we played like yeah like three hours of seventies songs so that, wow. that 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 was old dubo um then in college i i was in a few i was in a metal band called frederick swine okay what kind of metal um varied varied okay um and uh i mean that was another one where we just kind of played covers mm. um but <laughs> we we did no love by death grips <laughs> oh that's so cool <laughs> i i, I say it because i can really i i like when i i can really get the the you've to le- yeah. you've to learn the proper meaning of a <laughs> that help that You <laughs> oh, told it got? That thing in the back of the throat?
0: Oh my god. You no. That song changed my life. Yeah, like I used to ride the the the, the shuttle bus in college when yeah. that album came out, and I would just be listening to "No Love," fantasizing about kicking people's heads. Like, <laughs> was like... Well,
1: that's that's something weird about you. That it, what? That, that's something that interests me about you is that is that is that, that that I'm starting to like reframe my understanding of Maxim. Is that when I when I met when I when okay when you meet Maxim, you're a you're a pleasant man. You're just a nice guy and 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 you have just like a pleasant nerd vibe like you just you like you have a you, you love your girlfriend and you play World of Warcraft and you masturbate <laughs> and <laughs> and and that's the you know what i mean but but you showed me that that picture of you as a sophomore in, in high school and i was like oh there like this kid like he had like a de- he he was like a weird heavy metal fucked up dark kid yeah, <laughs> like for a long time, and I'm catching him on like the tail end of that journey. I don't even know if it's the
0: tail end. I think that journey is over, and I've mm-hmm. just fully assimilated it into my under the radar normal person personality. Right, 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 right. Like that's that's the whole thing. And I'm about to I'm about to blow your mind right here and show you some pictures. Oh, um, please do. These are this is this this episode is about you, but like for this moment, I want you to no, no it's about us. I want you to
1: see. It's about love
0: to do you get to your photos on Facebook
1: anymore? They changed. I don't know, but this uh, this is a real long build up to something that the yeah, viewers yeah, yeah, can't yeah. see. I'm sorry. <laughs> um,
0: oh, they took away the what the fuck? I don't know. This is like a weird thing where they hid it from the front of your oh yeah page. Yeah, yeah. Facebook oh.
1: they did that updated this update that made it, it like even fine. more unusable. It was working fine. <laughs> Okay, I, I can't find it.
0: Okay. <laughs> I whatever. feel like an old person, but basically, uh, sophomore year of high school, I showed up on Halloween in corpse paint. Oh, my God. Like as a, a bot from Immortal. Oh, my <laughs> God. The famous black metal paint. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Super cringy. They are private photos of my Facebook so no one can see. <laughs> But my, my math teacher goes, Oh, nice kiss makeup and I was so mad. I was like, yeah. fuck,
1: I'm way more edgy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well yeah, I mean that that that's like a whole that's like a whole thing in high school is like is like when you figure out the music that you like and you just get like fucking territorial about it yeah, and you're yeah. like nobody knows. Like nobody else really knows and mm-hmm. I get it and they don't. Yeah. Like, oh this fucking bitch doesn't know about these things. it's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like I, I don't know, the the whole thing with like Like, being a metalhead in high school and, like, being into serious metal is very challenging, especially because, like, I think I I talked about this in someone's episode. I think it was Gene Myers. But, like, when I was in high school, I found metal, and I went way heavy really quick. And in my mind, I was like, this is all theatrics. It's just art, whatever. Then in college, I realized that if you wear a gory band shirt everywhere, yeah. not everyone looks at that and goes, Oh, it's art, it's whatever, it's just what he likes. Right, right, like, right. Like they, right. they see that and go, Ooh, I'm not, I don't, yeah, yeah. don't want to talk to him. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I started uh, dressing normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went incognito mode on my whole personality. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll tell you, about, one of my closest friends in high school is this kid, John Stone, who's going to be thrilled that I'm talking about him. But um, he, yeah, he was exact same thing. He always had this like, he was just like fucking, he was just death incarnate. Like he, he, he was such <laughs> a bummer to just look at. Like he was so, like, exact vibe that you just described. Mm. Just everyday, you know, just Slayer shirts and yeah, cannibal yeah, yeah. corpse and stuff like that. <laughs> just fucking heavy, heavy vibe. And, uh, and now, and, and, he, and then he, he got a girlfriend, and now he, he's like exclusively like K-pop, and, shit. <laughs> and he's got he's got like this perfectly like poofed hair, and like <laughs> the, turtlenecks the, and like long coats. Dude, you get the vibe. Yes. Oh my god. The way Sanya was dressed last night.
0: What a transformation!
1: I know, I, I dude, because I, I, I like I you know I saw him in high school, and he was you know just like greasy angry teenager yeah, and then yeah. I saw him like a year later after we, we were like you know in college I was like dude like what the fuck happened to you like I thought I thought like <laughs> we had something here like I think there's something to like
0: as a teenager in high school you're like under this authority of school and your yeah. peers, and you're just yeah. like you <laughs> yeah, like want yeah, right. to lash out. You're like, this right. is the whole universe, and I'm fucking against it. And then you get yeah. into college slash the adult world, and you go, oh, I have to I have to
1: work together with people. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. Well, yeah, because I, I think like high school is just fucking. It's just a crazy. I've been thinking about this a lot recently. That 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 like the way that like like the way that. A school is allowed to treat mm. their students is not cool in any other <laughs> <laughs> like place in life. It's crazy. Like, like, like th- th- there was a, my friend was just telling me about a uh, a friend of his who like in high school he went to some party and he smoked weed and somebody got it on camera and and like sent it to a, a dean or whatever, and they fucking expelled him. And like, I get that. That's like, like you're looking at me with silence. Like and that's normal in the workplace. Right, right, <laughs> it, oh, it is normal in the workplace? Yeah. If you most, get, I'd say you, most. You get fired if 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 they most out white collar
0: jobs like are drug tested, and uh-huh. if they
1: even even <laughs> I, the can't w- believe, I can't believe I'm learning this right now. <laughs> I'm such a fucking bum, dude. Look at me. Jesus. Even
0: even if like they're lax about their drug policy, yeah if If you get drug tested on entry and there's like a don't ask don't tell policy about like drugs, yeah, like if someone provided evidence to one of your higher ups that you're doing drugs they would ha- they would have no choice but weed to be like weed yeah yeah even if even if weed is would be like federally legalized, yeah like there's a lot of companies would because they're private. Companies that I, unless there's laws that are anti discrimination based on that, yeah, which I think there should be because you can be a functioning alcoholic and work at lots of jobs. There's no reason why they shouldn't let potheads,
1: yeah, work, but yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> but like, <laughs> All right, well, well I, I've never a, been in school a, suspended at my job, the, yeah. <laughs> 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 right? I, I mean, that it was. that I mean, apparently that was a terrible example, but just you know, it, like, you get up at six a.m. And then you have to focus for seven straight fucking hours. It's, it's insane. crazy. <laughs> I haven't focused for seven hours
0: no. since I graduated high school.
1: <laughs> no. Well, it, 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 and and they always like sell it as like, oh, you know, we're preparing you for college. We're preparing you for the real world. And it's like, I. the real world is so much more relaxed. Like, this is the most stressful part of life. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like...
0: I don't know. I think like the the whole high school thing is just like a pressure cooker to bring out the worst in yeah. people. Oh god, time. yeah. And then you get to college, and you have to undo all the damage you did before, and then you become an adult and you're like, "Wait, none of it matters. I spent so much emotional energy. It did not matter at all." <laughs> so, in uh, in high school and college, what kind of what kind of music
1: are you into aside from Death Grips? <laughs> uh, well, in so until I was god, until I was 10 years old, I listened exclusively to the Beatles, and I like refused to listen <laughs> to anything else. Wow! It was like really cringy and weird. Mm-hmm. And then that's super cringe. And then I yeah I know. <laughs> and then I, and then I had some babysitter who gave me Enema of the State by Blink One Eighty Two. Okay, that was a false start. And then <laughs> and then in, in in high school, I had a friend who who got me in who 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 really liked gorillas. Yeah, yeah, that. That's a real start. Yeah, that's a real start. <laughs> yeah. And so she got me into gorillas, and then my um, my cousin gave me "Icky Thump" by um, the White Stripes. Okay. On CD, like she like, she <laughs> like I, we're, we're not super close, so she like didn't really know what to give like her like thirteen year old cousin. Yeah, yeah. And so she gave me like a ripped CD <laughs> of, of "Icky Thump," and all <laughs> of, like all the songs were out of order. And Bat-
0: what? What year is this? This is like probably like. 2007 2008 or something uh
1: no more like uh, 2010 okay 01. okay
0: cds are still loosely in circulation at that time barely it's like barely. coming it, it, out it was
1: it was it was a i remember it being weird that she was giving me a cd i remember being kind of like this is like come on
0: <laughs> but, but but uh just put it on a flash drive or <laughs> right something.
1: um but uh so got got really into that album, Icky Thump by the White Stripes, Gorillas, and then I I found out about Arctic Monkeys. Got really into that first album. So you you were kind of starting off in this like indie kind of indie, like indie rock, rock kind yeah, of thing, yeah. garage rock, and then and then the Strokes I really like took mm-hmm. off, and Strokes was like it for me for mm-hmm. for a while, and um, yeah.
0: Do you so when you're you're like doing guitar at this time? Are you like playing those songs? Do you like? Do any what are your favorite songs to play at yeah, that time? um
1: favorite songs to play at that time well so 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 the the smoke f- on the water for sure <laughs> smoke on the water enter
0: the Sandman, for S- sure <laughs>
1: smoke on the water was the first song I, my my dad ever taught me on guitar, yeah, yeah because you know, that's classic where you, you gotta start um but then so so, so 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 you know from from like six years old to like um maybe 12, thirteen terrible student, I was mm-hmm. just like never I would like never practice and whatever. And then, now I don't really remember this this way, but here's my dad remembers it: is that is that he went on a business trip to to Cacalefony, California. Okay, and uh, <laughs> that's a an inside joke. Um, I shouldn't have said that on the podcast. And um, and when he had come back, I had taught myself um, "We're Gonna Be Friends" by the White Stripes, mm-hmm. and he 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 cites that is that the song from the conan podcast yeah yeah. okay yeah yeah yeah. and he cites that as the moment where i became like independent musically and i started Mm -hmm. teaching myself stuff so Mm -hmm. we're gonna be friends was like the first song i really like sat down and just me and the tab figured it out and you know was able to sing and play it at the same time Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff um so i you know loved that song And, and then uh uh, Do I want to know? By the Arctic Monkeys. That was a lot of fun. Oh, that's like that Home Depot <laughs> <laughs> sounding song. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've never heard it described that way. That's so fucking oh accurate. God. That's that's like the a Home Depot song. Yeah. It's like a TikTok. So thing. you're a man. Yeah. <laughs> You want to do a man things with wood.
0: Yeah, yeah. There was like some girl on uh, TikTok who filmed herself playing the, that song, like, the yeah. intro, and then people were duetting it with like commercial
1: voices and like Home Depot voiceovers. And <laughs> oh, my stuff God. Like that, so. I have to look that up. That's fucking <laughs> great. Um, yeah, loved that song. Um, Reptilia by The Strokes. na no, 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 na 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 no, to be honest,
0: I like literally have never listened to any of those bands except oh. for like Seven Nation Army. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and that's like that's because I went like in a, in a nutshell. I started off with like Outcast, Speaker Box, Killers, Hot Fuss, Green Day, American I- Idiot, and Gorillas, Demon Days, and then oh from-
1: oh 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 okay. I only realized halfway through that that, that you were doing band name album name. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was like, "What the fuck is Outcast Speaker Box?" Oh yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. So those were like my first like four albums when I was a kid. And then I pretty much jumped right into like Corn, Disturbed, Slipknot, <laughs> dude, Pantera, fucking
1: Corn with
0: the backwards R. I, Jesus, dude, I will say this in hundred percent earnesty on this podcast. Yeah. If I was a teenager in 1996, yeah. I would absolutely have dreadlocks because that is how much <laughs> I like Corn. Corn, fucking, Christ, dude. they're in my opinion, Corn. Some of their songs, they just nailed like what a heavy sound and music should be with like yeah. their guitar and their bass like if if Korn had like like guttural vocals yeah. they would be the greatest metal band of all time period <laughs> and if really? he didn't if he didn't always sing about getting molested like that
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, can, can we get another a uh, theme going please <laughs> Switch up our topics. I feel like we're talking, focusing a lot on your your molestation. It would be great if we could branch out. It's like,
0: dude, you're like 50 and you're still writing lyrics about getting bullied. It's like a little, (laughs) I don't know. It's a little far out. (laughs) I understand like trauma is a good musical source. No, no shade on anyone who was molested or writes, makes art about that. But like, if you're Jonathan Davis from Corn, I love you, but like, change it up. (laughs) I don't know. It, It was like. It was like Corn came out and Jonathan Davis was like, I'm a victim. And then yeah. uh, Slipknot came out and Corey Taylor was like, I will victimize you. And I was like, mm. everyone was like, that's way cooler. And so- <laughs> <laughs> You're a piece of shit, but I'll follow you to the ends of the earth. Yeah. So I didn't actually listen to anything except for like metal yeah. and like the first couple of album- those albums until like the end of high school. And then I started listening to like rap, and then in college it was like that's when I started letting myself just enjoy things. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) But I've like missed the boat so far on like that like late early two thousands indie band thing that I just haven't touched it.
1: I feel like you know, especially like you know we were talking earlier in high school about how like you like stake your claim Mm -hmm. about a you know band, yeah. And 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 but there's also this element of like you're trapping yourself. Yes, where it's like it's like all pop music sucks and I'm like I'm, I won't allow myself to indulge yeah. in any pop music <laughs> it's so funny and then and then you realize later you're like oh wait like Uptown Funk is a good song yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I don't know what the fuck I was on I had this whole like I don't know what, what the fuck was wrong there I had this like whole thing about like man Uptown Funk is not real funk <laughs> It's <laughs> not a real funk song, man. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go back to fucking funkadelic, bro. You gotta go back to the roots, bro. You gotta, you gotta go back to like oh, jeez shit, bro. <laughs> and I, like like I, Bruno Mars was like, dude, yeah, I wasn't trying to. I, I didn't say I was writing maggot brain. <laughs> it's just a fun song, guy. Like, oh can my you god! Take a breath. I think,
0: and Bruno Mars just like as an entertainer is incredible. Like yeah. his his Super Bowl halftime show was like. This guy, yeah. like, deserves
1: more. Dude, like, we, we, my family took a trip uh, to Cuba from my mom's uh, 60th, and um shouldn't have said that out loud, and um, <laughs> she, she's gonna be mad about that, um, and, uh, you know, in, in Cuba, it's this, it's this, the roads are lawless, mm-hmm. they, they have, they, there's, first of all, there's nobody on them, and like all the you know there's been an embargo with Cuba for for decades and decades and decades so all the cars there are like these really old right, right. car like classic american yeah, yeah. cars so there aren't very many like reliable chauffeurs mm-hmm. so you have to like book it special with like some guy or whatever but but even like the reliable chauffeurs it's just like some guy with a car mm-hmm. you know and uh and so we hired this dude to drive us across all of Cuba which First of all, just like insane, like just the highways are just massive and cracked and no cars on them. And you just bomb at like a hundred miles an hour because there's nobody out there. Wow. And there's there's like cars like parked on the side of the road, just abandoned, Mm -hmm. just like with leaves, (laughs) like filling them up and shit. And um, the whole way now I'm getting to the point of why I'm telling you this. the whole way. He he just pl- he had a CD of like Bruno Mars's like debut album or whatever. Mm-hmm. Every single fucking song was a hit. Every song on that album was like like my brother and I were like, oh my god, that's on this out like every single fucking song <laughs> Bruno Mars wrote it was it, you know Gotta be a millionaire. Oh so yeah, fucking man. Yeah. That's like every single song. It was crazy.
0: It's it's insane when you hear albums like that. Like and not realizing it. I don't know. There's there's so many bands that do that. And uh the, the best one that comes to mind is a hundred gecks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye, aye. That's what that's a band that they I fucking love them, and yep. I am so glad they didn't come out when I was in high school because I would have never allowed myself to enjoy it. Nine really?
1: Million years. I would I feel I, are they I feel like they they sort of um, propagate like a a sense of an altness, no?
0: Yeah, I mean, now it like the, the, like, I love it because I think, like, death, like, getting into death grips was a good bridge between, like, metal and hip hop and like, a good combination of those two for me. Right. And then I don't know if I could have liked 100, 100 Gex without that, like, bridge. Like, I always mm. tell people 100 Gex is death grips, but cute. <laughs>
1: and that's like that's what makes it It's kawaii death like, groups kawaii groups
0: exactly and it's like I, I'm so into it and that the whole first album the, the, their only like or not their second album 1000 Gex it's yeah. like every single track except for like the little filler one is like well this is a banger yeah like, every single one yeah and I love that
1: I do too <laughs> let's just take this moment let's just take this moment let's just enjoy being together look at you beards all trimmed <laughs> 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 you trim your beard for this podcast it looks good today. i shaved my neck <laughs> i don't know why that was so funny <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i really didn't expect you to say that no well, because of my neck yeah, my it, neck it looks it looks uh nice and smooth
0: yeah i have like a i have like a lot of neck beard and i think if i ever wanted to get like a real long ass beard sure. i have good structural foundation for it because
1: it goes <laughs> way down my neck but right.
0: When I keep it short, I have to shave. Otherwise, I look like a. a I'm wearing a turtleneck. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. D- does Lee have strong feelings about it?
0: Um, my neck beard.
1: Just about you. <laughs> She's dating me. So. <laughs> no, no. About like your beard and uh, your facial hair. And stuff. I should
0: have a beard. We we determined that early in the relationship. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I. Sh- you should have a beard. I like I. We were probably like two weeks into dating and she's like, I don't know what you look like without your beard. I was like, Okay, so I shaved it all off and she was so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, Fuck, I've been duped. She's like, When when is it coming back? I'm like, I don't know, three weeks. She's like, No <laughs> <laughs> shit. But it's like, I mean, my thing is I've got a big overbite. So the the beard oh. actually balances out my like my like yeah, facial yeah, yeah. composition. Right. But I mean, my kids are gonna look fucked up. <laughs> my kid are my kids are gonna look like um like the the floop monsters from Spy Kids. You know? <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. You haven't watched Spy Kids? <laughs>
1: I did, but I was a little baby you know,
0: boy floop, and it's like the thumb thumbs. Oh, I, I know the thumb thumbs, and then like all the the. He like converts a bunch of people into like monsters, and they look like they're made out of like
1: shitty paper mache. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> wait, so so was Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Mm-hmm. That was like the same people who did Spy Kids, right? Yes, but I don't think it's in the Spy Kids universe. God, that was my fucking shit, dude. Dream, 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 dream. I didn't watch that one. You didn't, oh my god, dude! Th- th- there is a classic picture of me on Halloween. My dad handmade me a Shark Boy costume out of like <laughs> out of like sheets of um. Not oak tag, but like 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 thick, like, con- like construction paper, kind of. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture of me wearing it. I'm like so fucking proud, dude. I, I look so goddamn good. Yeah, Sharkboy and Lava Girl was my shit. Damn. I'd yeah. like. Dream after with your eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> after Spike Kids 3D <laughs> came just out. I'm make a, a million references to <laughs> Sharkboy and Lava Girl for the rest of this podcast. And, you know,
0: See, yeah. Spike Kids 3D happened. It was. Not the best. Yeah. And then Shark Boy and Lava Girl came out, and by that time, I was a child who, in my mind, was like, "That looks sick," but also I feel like I'm
1: too old yeah. to like ask to go see that's this movie. The, isn't that the sad, that's the saddest like period of life? Is like is like the transition between like like when you can't trick or treat anymore, but you wanna. Dude, I trick or treated till I was like 15. <laughs> <laughs> I also wet the bed till I was like 12. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> well, I, I uh shouldn't be telling you this. I, I, I drank from a bottle until I was seven.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, okay. I thought you were gonna hit <laughs> me with I first drank from a bottle when I was like twelve, like as an alcohol. <laughs> like you just like our neck and No 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 I no. Mean, okay. like, I mean like I like mean a like baby a baby bottle. I mean like a
1: baby bottle. Like I, I drank like warm milk out of a baby bottle until I was seven years old. At school too.
0: No, no, no,
1: no! <laughs> no not at school. At home. At home. And I, I think I think that's part of where I get like my tooth grinding thing from because mm-hmm. I, I would like chew on the nipple of the bottle because it just felt good. Just like that rubber, it's like this perfect. It's like this beautiful silicone that's just like perfectly designed to like feel good in your mouth. <laughs> so I would just chew the shit out of them and like like like. <laughs> It's crazy, because I, I drank from a bottle late enough that I remember my mom kind of like scolding me and being like, oh, could you, just quit chewing on the nipples of the bottle. Like, like <laughs> you're putting holes in them, I have to get new ones. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> my mom had to buy new nipples for baby bottles, and she had no babies. See, I, 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 never, I don't get that, because I hate chewing on stuff. As a really? kid, I, I
0: never put anything in my mouth except for food. And uh-huh. so when I'd go on the playground, and kids would just have like a fucking like, eraser or like a, <laughs> a pencil holder in their yeah. mouth. It's yeah, like yeah. all slobbery. <laughs>
1: yeah, I dude, wouldn't talk to those dude. kids. Like <laughs> the way, <or> the, <laughs> the, the way you 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 don't utilize the elasticity of your face <laughs> as much as you should. You, you have a great face for
0: like so like a comedy. fucking flute monster from Spy Kids. <laughs> no, and like um, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, in my first engineering job, yeah. We had a we used a lot of very sensitive cabling and you had these rubber caps that you would put over the end to like make sure you protect it when you're putting it away in the bin. And we had a bin just full of these rubber caps in all different yeah. sizes. Yeah. And there was one day one of my coworkers is walking with him in the lab and he looks at me and goes, You don't know how hard it is for me to not chew
1: on all of yes. these. Yes. Dude, have you ever been to, to Canal Street rubber? <laughs> No. Oh my god, it is my favorite store in New York City. It's down. It's down like uh, it's like Chinatown adjacent. Mm-hmm. It's this shop has been there for like decades and decades and decades, and um, it's yeah. I mean, they just sell like rubber in bulk, and they it, it it's just this amazing thing where it's like, you know like 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 they they make these like little specialty parts that like only one industry only like one company in one industry uses like some weird plumbing firm needs like this little rubber cap oh. but they have a barrel full of them cuz it's all they do <laughs> yeah. you know and so so it, it, back back in high school in, in you know this is how i how i got my kicks in high school i was uh, i would go, i would go to rub, C- canal street rubber and i would just fucking just like put my hands just fucking grip all like they, they had these big beautiful sheets of latex and i would just like and they would just they smelled nice they just, it, it was just it's a great spot <laughs> and i highly recommend just going in and just feeling all this shit you just
0: go in and touch everything yeah I, yeah i
1: wouldn't eat anything but but i would You didn't touch buy stuff to eat though <laughs> no but but i, I did buy a, a giant sheet of latex once for for an art project i was working uh, on. okay yeah Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I thought you were gonna say you just go in there and chew on stuff and like put it back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) After COVID I will. I'll go back.
0: So how do you think the the rubber chewing impacted your musical career?
1: I think (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, yeah. I I got nothing.
0: So in uh, so you do you kinda play around in some bands in high school and college. Yeah. Do you you're like freshly graduated. You're like a year and a half out, right? Fresh. You're, like, a year out. Fresh. Was it last? Did you graduate? I graduated in 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 2020, yeah. I graduated virtually, yeah.
1: Which was great. It was great to have the president of my school on my, like, TV screen in my living room. Like, pick his nose and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Got Tony. Tony Monaco.
0: (laughs) So... Did you are? Do you do anything
1: musical Hey, really, really now? quick. What? F- uh, fuck Tony Monaco, dude. <laughs> What's cool? I, 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 Tufts University. I, I saw. <laughs> I, I I only. I saw him in person maybe twice. It was like once at like inaugur or not inauguration, like whatever. Uh, when you first get to the school yeah, yeah, and yeah. they do a little orientation or whatever. And then once I passed him, I was walking down Pro Row, professors' row, mm, which is okay. a, which is a street, and I was like. I was, like, really in, like, a bum-chic Mac DeMarco phase, so I was, like, wearing, like, ripped, you know, pants and, like, loose-fitting shirt and, and you're stuff like, like that. you pulling and your it, teeth apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was, I was chewing on aluminum foil to fuck my teeth up. <laughs> and I walked past Anthony Monaco, and he's, like, all, like, fucking dressed up and, and fancy with his little shiny shoes. And he looked at me, and he just like, wrinkled his nose a little bit. So fuck Tony Monaco. <laughs> 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 no, no, he's a good man and he gave me my diploma. So,
0: so do, you have, uh, do you have any plans to do any music stuff kind of now that you've graduated? Or are you just kind of loosely... Just-
1: I'm just kind of loosely... I, I mean, like, so so I had a band right at the end, like, uh, right before we got kicked out because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Called Bath Time. Okay. Which, I'm so proud of that name. I think that's a that's great name. a good name. name, yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, I fought hard for that. And uh we were a great band. It was it, it, it was the first time where like I really like assembled a band of mm-hmm. like pe- of like musicians and people I liked where like before that it was kind of like I would jump on other people's bands. Yeah, El, yeah, yeah, yeah. El Duibo was like some f- kids that I was friends with, they needed a guitarist and yeah, then yeah. Frederick Swine was um my friend Trevor needed a bassist and I did that and you know whatever. And it was the first time I was like all right, I want you you and you mm-hmm. and we're going to Do these songs and everybody's gonna love us. And it was great. We did it. We did a, um, we played a Halloween show. We did, we did uh, a song by the Black Keys, I think something by the Strokes or something. And then we closed with uh, White Christmas. (laughs) Because, because the, 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 uh, 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 so it was my friends, Adrian and Mary Kate. And Adrian, was, like, is, like, a classically trained pianist. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's like, inc- like, he played keyboards in the band, but he w- he's, like, virtuosic. Like, he can sight-read and, mm-hmm. you know, play it perfect the first time. And Mary-Kate, she played bass in the band, but she was a classically trained cellist. Mm-hmm. And so we played this, like, gore... And, and then I love, you know, Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin, like, all this kind of, like, you know, old-time music. And so <laughs> so we did, like, we, we, like, played these two, like, really, like, you know rocking debaucher songs and then we took off our clothes and I was wearing like 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 Adrian was wearing like a turtleneck and like Mary Kate was wearing a gown and I was wearing a suit <laughs> and we played this gorgeous cover of White Christmas like this super slow beautiful crooning cover of White Christmas and we brought the house down um, but, that wasn't, but that wasn't your question. No, that's uh, cool, though. That's um, good. That's
0: what this podcast is about. It's about not answering the questions asked. It's about, like, I ask a question. Someone replies, uh, well, I don't have an answer to that, but I have an <laughs> anecdote that's parallel with that in some yeah. way. And it's yeah. like, okay, yeah, I'll take it. Well, I, I and then afterward, yeah. everyone goes, you ask good questions. And I'm like, you didn't answer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the the, the the to answer it, uh, I have nothing... Soon planned, but yeah. uh, the the most recent thing I did, I, I I did a cover of um, what do you do in New Year's Eve? The Ella Fitzgerald,
0: you know mm-hmm. that one?
1: No, maybe it's much too early in the game. Zoe Deschanel and jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt did a cover of it that like on with like ukulele that got it really popular or whatever.
0: Ew. That sounds like cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, but uh, uh, whatever. If you-, you were like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Zoe Deschanel, and a ukulele, I'd be like, get this 2011 trash out of my face. <laughs> But so, so so
1: it's it's like it's this really beautiful song. Like, What'd you hear it, MySpace? <laughs> it's a beautiful song, and uh, and the, the, I mean the original is gorgeous. That's mm. Ella Fitzgerald, and and basically the the premise of the song is like she's sort of sheepishly asking you out. She, she she's like the, the first verse. It goes, maybe it's much too early in the game. Uh, but I thought I'd ask you just the same. What do What do you do in New Year's Eve, and and the whole thing is is her kind of like putting herself down and kind of saying like, mm. oh, like you know, like you probably could to say no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you do in New Year's Eve? And it's it's really sweet and romantic. So it's like a reverse baby. It's cold outside. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a reverse baby. It's cold outside, which I, is a, my other favorite Christmas song. But um, and we can talk <laughs> about that later. But we can talk about that off podcast. But um, but. Uh, so, 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 so the, 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 with the original, the implication, like, like the kind of cutesy implication is that, you know, she's asking you out and it's implied that the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, it's like you're Ella Fitzgerald. Like, of course I want to go out with, you. like, you know what mm. I mean? It's like, it's, it's, it's like, well, I don't know. Like. I'm just little old me. I don't know if you if you want to go to go out with me on New Year's. It's like, "Yes, I want to go out with you, Ella Fitzgerald." Fucking like most famous. You're looking at me with blank. Do you not know who Ella I Fitzgerald don't, and is? And like
0: I just discerned that oh it was god. a woman instead of a man in the last like 4 seconds. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> Ella
1: Fitzgerald? Mm. She 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 like super famous like kind of like jazz like singer billy Holiday. okay guy. i i i hate i hate <laughs> the way that that you make me feel so dumb when i'm right <laughs> when, when, when i when like 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 the way that you just quietly look at me with just this little like
0: i'm listening i'm absorbing information <laughs> look on right in your face it's it's interesting when people are into old music Oh, That's okay. something I never fully understood. Like the oldest thing I
1: listen to is like Led Zeppelin. Jesus, dude! <laughs> we, what? We, we gotta? We gotta? We gotta get a solid foundation. We gotta get you some some ancient tribal <laughs> recordings, Gregorian chants <laughs> on the way. <laughs> some re- Gregorian chants,
0: mom. Can we stop for some Gregorian chants on the way? Like not until you've had your tribal rights.
1: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. You know yeah okay so Elle Fitzgerald is insanely famous, okay, uh, and it's uh, insane that you don't know who she is but um <laughs> but uh uh so so yeah, like the implication that like the answer is yes and but with my version like i, I like my version is like really uh, like so 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 i originally i recorded it while I was in edinburgh and and I was doing it with my my friend George, who is in the band that I was in over there his mm-hmm. band holy loaf, which we, people should check out. They're great. And uh we were we were we were recording an E P and and recorded the whole thing to tape. He had this beautiful old eight track tape mm-hmm. player. And with tape you can, you know, slow it down and speed it up and right. stuff. Right, right. You know. And uh and so we recorded it, it was just guitar and vocals, mm-hmm. me doing the song. We listened to it back and it sounded fine. And then you know, we got drunk and we were just goofing around and, and he like slowed it, he like turned it way down. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, this weird sludgy, like, fucked up. It just sounded so, like, so far away and cr- sad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is what it was meant to be! <laughs> and, then, and I was I was like, this is so fucking great. This is so great. And then he had, like, a clarinet. Like, he was just an odd guy, and he just had, like, a bunch of shit banging around. And he had, a, like, a, like, a half, like, a broken clarinet. And he just played, like, a... Like, just a few notes in the clarinet. And just something about it, I was like... The, there we go, like that, like that combination of sounds, guitar, these weird pitch sound vocals, and clarinet needs to be the final version of this song. So he sent me the stems, he sent me the recordings, and I was just sitting on it for like two years. I recorded mm. like two years ago, and just in like you know in the past year, like in COVID, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I gotta get this song out there. So I finally got it together, and I got my dad's uh, the the cl- clar- clarinetist in my dad's band, Michael mm. Lytle. Dad band clarinetist. Da- dad, cl- dad band. Dad band clar. I can't say anything today. <laughs> dad band clarinetist. Um, super talented musician Michael Lytle and I, I was like, hey, you know, uh, I'm doing this cover of this song. Do you think you could, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just do something kind of jazzy? And he was like, Dude, all right. Did I he need- listen and go? It's the song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But, 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 but fuck you. Yeah. No, it was, a- it was a great song. I-, I-, I nailed it. But, um, but he he was like, I'm not like you want. I'm not going to be able to give you what you're asking for. Like, Mm -hmm. like, like, like you want like some kind of like sweet like like kind of Kenny G G vibe. Mm. Like, you want something really smooth and sweet. I I'm do weird fucked up music, and I was like, I was like, all right, whatever, it'll just record it. And he sent it to me. He sent it to me, and it it it, it was just like, it's like fucking crazy. I mean, it, it 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 like it's sonically super interesting, but it's not jazzy at all and so i like I cut it up and I just like put it in different places <laughs> and it's just it's the like 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 if you were listening so, so I, I finally released it, and if you listen to it and it's just like on in the background, it just sounds like a cover of what are you doing new Year 's Eve mm-hmm. but if you really pay attention it's like, what the fuck is going on like 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 every like seven <laughs> seconds like like all the way in the left channel, super quiet it's like <laughs> And the right channel. <laughs> A few seconds later, it's like somebody's screaming. It's just like, but so, <laughs> so, 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 so the 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 long arc here is mm-hmm. that, like, the original song is really sweet and beautiful, and the implication is that the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make do a cover of the song where the implication is that the answer is like, sorry, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like you're asking out like a girl who you've had a crush on, who like you sit behind her in math class, mm-hmm. and she has no idea who you are. Yeah, you know. Um, and I think I achieved it. Nice.
0: I'm gonna have to listen to it later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's a wild ride. What are your favorite vibes in music? Favorite vibes? Oh, dude, I got a few. <sighs> well, like. I love I dude, I listen to me right now. Can you hear what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, clearly? Yeah, yeah, I'm clearing yeah. the microphone. I'm clearing <laughs> the headphones. I love schmaltz so much. I love just fucking cheesy, just fucking gimme the corniest shit you got, boy. <laughs> D- Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra. We got dust going in our eyes because we're outside. Dust Holy went in my shit. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Holy God. Uh price we pay you kind of like that oldies like dude i fucking i fucking love everybody loves somebody sometimes (laughs) that fucking shit i i I finally i i figured out because here's the thing about it is that is that they weren't like they weren't trying to they weren't trying to do that vibe you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, l- yeah. L- l- like, like now looking back, that's a whole vibe of music that it's like, oh, this kind of corny, like crooning mm. thing. Yeah, yeah, Bah-ba-ba. It's like <laughs> a big band, you know? <laughs> like, but at the time, they just like they were just trying to make music. Yeah. You <laughs> see, see what I'm saying? Like, like they did, like, they, they did their best. <laughs> they, like, like, like they didn't know that they what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or they did, but you know. E- They weren't trying to be corny. Do you think,
0: like, Metallica accidentally did that? They were like, we're just trying to make music, and then it just (laughs) came out like Metallica? (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know i well, yeah i mean like we don't know any better <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the the point being like like they weren't imitating themselves right, right like like right. like now when i when i sing when i write songs that kind of sound like that are kind of imitating that vibe it's i'm imitating that vibe right right whereas they were like innovating that they were like creating that vibe yeah, yeah, which yeah. is so funny to me and <laughs> and and so 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 you know there is like this retrospective level of like cheesiness to it. Yeah, yeah. But it's also like they were earnestly expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. So so there's this beautiful <laughs> so cringe. <laughs> no, no no. Well, I, 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 I think I think there's this really beautiful kind of dualism where, like, on one hand, uh, like 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 you can enjoy it from a perspective of just like like oh my god, like they're just they're so fucking cheesy or whatever. But then there's, all, like, like, like Moonlight in Vermont is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song. Like, like if you read the lyrics written out, mm-hmm. it's, it's, they're like, it's, like, heartbreaking, beautiful music. Yeah, 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 And it's just, in retrospect, we're, like, you know, we just look at it like it's all just, like, Lady Luck, they call her Lady Luck. <laughs> when I'm with her, I'm in heaven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. that, you know, whatever. Um, I, I, I figured out that, for me, the epitome of, like, that whole vibe of music for me is this song I will by Dean martin mm-hmm. my dude like it 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 just hits this perfect, like this gorgeous sweet spot between like super predictable and cheesy and also like I feel it you know like yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. i like um yeah yeah, I
0: just had this thought that's crazy that like back in the day, there was dudes at the gym who were like. Lifting barbells, (laughs) listening to that type of music. I don't want to be the one to say I'm gonna miss (laughs) you, but I will. (sighs) Are they like on those weird, like old-timey machines? That's like a spring that goes around your torso, (laughs) just shaking. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Working out was just shaking back in the day, (laughs) shaking and quaking, shaking and quaking. Oh my god, no, that's. It's interesting because like that like old style music that's like, you know, like 40s, 30s, 40s, 50s, big yeah. band, the that, that corny stuff, that yeah. that um, that cheese ball stuff. Cheese like, ball. I don't it's it's so detached from like our reality now that mm. it's it's like when you make music like that earnestly, it's like surprising because mm. it's like I don't know. It's so different. Like, I know there's like there's like swinger culture not like fucking swings, but like swing, but <laughs> right. swing swing dancing right, culture right, right, yeah. and like um like jazz culture. And there's like there's like so really specific niches of the music world with people who are like really into it. But I'm like, can you imagine releasing a song like that nowadays and having it go platinum?
1: Like the vibe yeah. is just not no. the same. Well yeah, I mean like like Michael Buble does it. Right. You
0: know? I um, mean, but he doesn't go platinum on he doesn't get like a hundred million views on TikToks. So right, TikTok. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just like it's it's an interesting What what do you like about it? You just like the like the earnesty and like I, I, the I, I poetry like, of it or?
1: Well, I I like <laughs> I got into it cuz I, I was maybe I was 15 years old and I was walk Is that my, my my I was thinking about this on the way over that my my appreciation for that type of music mm-hmm. perfectly correlates with my appreciation for stand up. Um Interesting. Because cuz at the time I had this job at Rockefeller University, where I was just I was scanning slides of um, like mouse brains, like they like they needed all <laughs> <laughs> they needed all these <laughs> microscope sl- slides like scanned. Wait, what's your degree in? Did you say my, my degree is in English with a double minor in computer science and studio art? Okay, yeah, interesting. No, no, wait, this was Continue. in this was in high school. Oh, in high school, okay, gotcha. In high school, it, it, my dad worked at Rockefeller, oh, okay. and so so he got me the job. But it, you know, it wasn't like a sweet gig. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, I was just yeah. sitting in a dark room scanning mouse brains for mm-hmm. you know three hours a day or whatever, and uh, and it was just brainless work. And so I would listen to Pandora radio while yeah, I was yeah, doing yeah. it, because um, I was a broke kid and I didn't have Spotify. And uh, and I would I would listen. If would you're just...
0: listening in 2,100, Pandora in 2015 <laughs> is like super
1: late. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and I would just. I would flip between, um, between like Dean Martin radio, mm-hmm. and it was around the time I had discovered Hannibal Burris. Mm-hmm. and I would so I would switch between the like Hannibal Burris radio and Dean Martin radio, and there's kind of like a similar vibe between stand up and that kind of music, like there's yeah th- it, well yeah I mean like like the Dean Dean Martin used to tell jokes and stuff oh like, really yeah yeah there's a there's a I think at the end of. Um, uh, ain't that a kick in the head? Or uh, there's some like alternate recording or whatever where he, he tells it. He, he, uh, he goes. He goes. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> it's so fucking cheesy. And like he goes. It goes. A, a grasshopper hops into a bar. The bartender says, "Hey, you know we have a uh, we have a drink named after you." The grasshopper says, "What? You have a drink named Irving?" <laughs> <laughs> which like didn't make any like it doesn't make a- any sense to anybody who is alive today because yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like who like who, nobody's ordering a grasshopper you know what i mean yeah, yeah, like yeah. i didn't like i didn't realize it was a cocktail at 15 but i was like oh that's fucking cool Dean. um yes yeah, so, so like i was kind of discovering stand-up at the same time that i was discovering this sort of like crooner vibe music mm-hmm. um but uh i yeah. think there's like a there's kind of a parallel where like
0: like stand-up comedy especially before you get into it And, like, that kind of music has the same kind of, like, big city lights and, like, in a dark room filled with cigars. Like, it's got that, like, (laughs) vibe. And then you start doing stand-up,
1: and you're like, oh, no, there's nothing classy about (laughs) (laughs) that. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, like, and, like, Dean Martin was, like, good friends with um, Don Rickles Mm -hmm. and... Uh, like, all those
0: like, like late night like mafioso club type
1: guys yeah where, yeah, you know. yeah when they when they used to do like you know like variety shows yeah, yeah, where yeah. they would have you know uh, a band go up and then it was you know a dancing lady who would do mm-hmm. a little strip thing and they'd call her a dame and then they'd have Don, you know Don Rickles go up and you know it was like it was like a you know again like in retrospect it's like it's all kind of like goofy corny shit because it's like so far in the past but at the time it was probably you know you got to just imagine actually being in that room in the time yeah and you were just some fucking guy
0: and you didn't have a phone and you didn't have a phone you didn't know anything you didn't know and anything else going on you're just like i'm going down to the club to hear the tunes yeah like. and, and
1: and and it was probably really fun and yeah. in 50 years we're gonna look at you know hanging out at eastville And it's going to be like, oh, my God, like, so fucking corny. Like, you're listening to 21 Savage and (laughs) and drinking mojitos.
0: Imagine going back in time and uh, showing, like, a club full of people in the 30s just, like, hyper pop. Or, like, anything, any (laughs) modern genre. Yeah, Sophie. And just having, like, their brains melt. Like,
1: (laughs) they would be like we were visited by an entity. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, don't, don't they say, like, Rasputin, like, went back in time? Like, 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 like there's, like, a th- conspiracy that, like, Rasputin was from the future. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's why he was just, like, he just was killing it at life. <laughs> Whoa. That's crazy. I could see that. that.
0: That doesn't sound too crazy. I mean, it no. sounds crazy, but like I could see there being a theory about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> sound
1: crazy that some people are crazy enough to think that.
0: Yeah, I mean, time travel is real. It's just a matter of like who's actually involved. So, <laughs> all right, we're all right. <laughs> gonna move along to the next. Yeah, welcome topic. to the conspiracy cast. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't think I listen to any any music like that ever, except for like you know you hear Frank Sinatra here and there sometimes on like commercials or shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the only person that I ever listened to that was like that is, like, Richard Cheese. <laughs> Who the
1: fuck is Richard Cheese? You don't know Cheese? Richard Cheese? <laughs>
0: Motherfucker, you just made that up. No, it's, uh, <laughs> what
1: if I did? <laughs> Let me, the only guy I've ever listened to is this fella, Richard Cheese. You ever heard of him?
0: No, he's uh, he's a comedy musician, but what he does is he does that, like, Old timey, like Atlantic accent covers of like metal songs. So he does oh. like he does Chop Suey by like System of a Down, but right. in
1: like Frank Sinatra type of style. Wow, he does stuff like that. Yeah. Do oh, you, you know about uh, what's the guy's name? Not Coco. Is it Coco the Clown? No, no. Coco the Clown's the one from the Betty Boop cartoons. Who's, who's like, He's like the sad clown that sings in like that oh, really deep baritone. Yeah, and, and um, he he does like they do like. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like like. They did a cover of like Clint Eastwood in like twenties mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah, I yeah. I got sunshine
0: in a bag. I'm trying to think because I know exactly who you're talking about, but yeah. I can't remember his clown name. All right, well we can just sit. Also, here and, clowns and wait that until you remember, it. clowns that dress like that are scary. I, I never like
1: clowns suck yeah that's that's like (laughs) universally you know
0: as like as someone in the comedy sphere like if i saw a clown dressed as a clown i'm like you're a shitty clown like (laughs) like, real clowns are just human beings like you and me they're just unhinged (laughs) 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 if you if you were like in uh in a dungeon of, like, comedian performers, the yeah. comedy performers, the first floor would be you just slaying hordes of, like, Im- improvers <laughs> and, like, podcasters. Yeah. And then you The would, boss is the clown. The boss, the, like, the end boss. Yeah. Like, the, 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 the guy on top of the tower. You have to fight your way all the way up. And, yeah. like, you get to the... Almost, like, the main floor of, like, elite guys are, like, pro stand-ups. And then yeah, yeah, finally, yeah. like... The worst clown is like after them. <laughs> it's like the worst clown in the world is yeah. the next tier up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's full psycho, full commitment. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going I'm, to, I, I talked with uh, Ralph, who's a clown on here. Ralph, and, whom? Uh, Ralph. Oh Waldo my Emerson. fucking God. I can't believe I forgot his last name. But uh, precious, gorgeous Ralph. Do you know him? He's. Uh... No. Well, okay. If if
1: you want to take a second to think about it, I I got to piss like a racehorse. Could I, gotta could I t- take Jesus. a quick break? Okay
0: and we're back oh my god I didn't even (laughs) press the button you might come in like halfway through that (laughs) you want to say it again and we're back. And we're back. And we're back. And while you were in the bathroom, I looked up and learned that I will be getting my stimmy on March 17th. Wow. Ooh. What does that mean? The stimulus check? Oh, you call it. Yeah. Stimmy. That's yeah. fucking disgusting. <laughs> Get that stimmy, baby. Get that stimmy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm I'm deciding what I want to do with it. It'd just be yeah. like a piece of shit. I'm like, I could either like save it for an emergency, I could invest yeah. it. Part of me is just like, just buy a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> Blow it all on a phone. <laughs> I think that's, that's a decent use for it. So we can talk uh, now about your... Uh, Comedy career?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you now you, you'll allow me. I'll allow it. I was like, I want to <laughs> see how you, did, you didn't want to talk about comedy today. You want to talk about music? We can keep, t- keep talking about music. If okay. You, if, if you hate, what, if you hate my, I wanted to see how far... you hate me.
0: You were like, I can't do ninety minutes of music talk. And we made it to an hour, and I was like,
1: I bet we could <laughs> I, I I would definitely prefer to talk about comedy. I okay. I, I, okay. I, def- <laughs> I definitely have a lot more to say about comedy than I do about music. Here here's the thing with music is that is that um. Actually, I do have a little more to say about music. Okay. The, so 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 Velvet Underground is my favorite band. Nice. Are you a Velvet Underground guy?
0: I'm not I'm not like well versed, but okay. I've listened to them quite a
1: bit. They So so my mom was like a punk in like the 70s 80s. Mm-hmm. And uh Velvet Underground's obviously like super important band to yeah. like um anybody who was into punk in that era. Anybody yeah. who's into, <laughs> I love how windy it is out here. And you're just fucking like, you're like nervously like looking around, like wind spirit's going to fucking get like you. Get
0: on dust in my
1: eyes. <laughs> like, I'm facing upwind. I'm you're like, a- you're, you're trying so hard to be a good host and I'm making it so fucking hard <laughs> for you. <laughs> um, it was super, super important to her. And they they used to play it in the car and stuff. If we'd go, like, go on road trips or whatever. And, uh, that first album, the Banana album, it opens with, you know, Sunday morning. It's, like, this super sweet, like, just tinkling song. It has, like, a like kind of xylophone glockenspiel on it. And it's just this really beautiful, sweet song. And then... Like half, it, and it's so non-representative of the rest of the album. It's yeah, like, it's like, like the the last song on the album is just like screeching and fucking, like you know, in like glass breaking, and it's like it's a crazy fucking album. Amazing. Um, and uh, and I, I remember as as a kid, like being kind of vaguely aware of like, there's something going on here, Like like, <laughs> like, 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 why, like. Because cause Sunday morning, like, it was sweet and it was easy and, and kind of sounded a little like the Beatles, so, I, like, I, I was, it was, like, I could wrap my head around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then Venus and Furs would come on, which is, like, this, like, um, it has this constant kind of drone of this, of a viola or mm-hmm. violin. It's about BDSM, and it's, it's like, it's, like, it's it's really heavy, weird, slow song. And as a kid, I I, like... You know, I, I would see, like, my parents kind of light up, and I was like, why, what's going, like, this but, this, but it doesn't sound like the Beatles, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought that we, I thought that the Beatles made the good music. Um, and, and, uh, I, the reason, I'm thinking about this, because this morning I, w- I was listening to um, the Banana album with my mom on, on vinyl it, it, when, when, when she was a, a, a young tyke, she mm-hmm. had that album on vinyl, and one of her brothers stole it <laughs> and never fessed up to it. Mm-hmm. And so, for Christmas this year, I I got her it on vinyl, and we were listening my, listening to it this morning. And and I was thinking about like the the emotional arc that I've taken with that band, yeah. and that like I didn't like I knew that there was some sort of weird energy about them when I was a kid. And then when I was at at maybe 16, I decided, okay, like Velvet Underground, I know it's an important band, I should get into them. And I put one of their albums on. I was like home alone for a few hours, and I just put one of their albums on, and I lay between the speakers and listened to the whole thing front to back, and it did fucking nothing for me. I was like, this sucks. That's fair. This is so boring Mm -hmm. and just nothing. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know who would ever listen to this. And now it's like my favorite album. Uh, there's yeah. like I feel like
0: there's so much music like that, and that's what's fascinating about personal taste is you can recommend someone an album they'll listen to the whole thing like as your friend, and then be like, I didn't like any of
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, and, and 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 but 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 the the 180 that I've taken mm-hmm. with it, like, like that's crazy. My my favorite song, hands down, is off uh, the album that I that I listened mm-hmm. to that day. it's the song "Some Kind of Love"? Mm-hmm. That just like when I I dude, it's like. Even right now, my my, my toes kind of curl. Like it, it's just it's so fucking like. I can't describe what it does to me. It, 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 l- l- like the feeling that I that it evokes in me is like on par with like, with like lust and mm-hmm. th- like hunger. L- 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 like I feel like I'm uh, I'm fucking when I listen to that <laughs> song. It's crazy. It, 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 it like it like it like I feel it physically. It's it's a really amazing song. Um wow. So that's But uh, well, you know, What caused the turnaround? The the cause of the turnaround. Um I think I s- head injury? <laughs> <laughs> you fall off your bike. Yeah, yeah. I it uh, was lobotomized. No, I I uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I I honestly I don't remember when I kind of started getting back into them. I I mean like I definitely st- uh, I I like like you know they they have a few like easy sort of gateway mm-hmm. songs it, it, that's you know Sunday morning and I'm sticking with you and after hours which are these kind of like really plodding easy fun you know kind of Beatles-y songs and uh and with with me, if t- to to get into an album or a band, mm-hmm. I need, like, three or four entry points. Mm-hmm. And then I can sort of grow out from there. True. L- l- like, like in order to enjoy, in, in order to, like, really get into an album, it has to have, like, a great first song, great last song, and then, like, one or two good ones in the middle. Mm-hmm. So that I'm always looking, l- like, I'm always looking forward to, like, oh, I'm going to get to hear that song next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll tolerate this one right now. And then in that process, I gradually, okay, the one that on I'm tolerating you. is actually one of my favorite songs on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's a good way to describe it. I think, like, a lot
0: of music that I've, like, found over the years is like that. Like, my favorite band of all time is Rammstein. Mm. Like, I don't know. They do Duhast, if you've ever heard that. It's a very <laughs> famous metal song, but they're, they're, like, a German metal band from... Yeah. They're still ongoing. Their first album was, like, 1996 or something, but... It's like industrial metal. And my, my buddy showed them to me in eighth grade on the bus on his iPod video. And we listened to the song. Uh,
1: <laughs> that was the most like 2008 sentence you ever could yeah, fucking Yeah, said. I
0: know, right? And uh, he showed me the, the music video for their song America, which is like, it's a, it's a really good song, but it's kind of like corny in some ways, but it's more campy. It's like yeah. intentionally campy. And I was like, oh, this sucks. And then he showed me like three or four of their other like songs that are like heavier. And I was like, I love this. Yeah. And like, I listen, I know, like, I've listened to every single song and every single album. I used to be able to tell you, like, the track listings for every album. Oh, like, wow. That's how into it I was. It was, yeah. I was so into it. I learned German in high school instead of <laughs> Spanish, which was way more practical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But like, yeah, I understand, like, the multiple entry points. But
1: yeah, it, it, it's, it's like, uh, it, it, you kind of have to, like, I th- I think it it might have to do with with social media and and just like the way that our generation was kind of raised, where like things are sort of giftified. Yeah. L- like 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 looking at like getting t- like getting to look at my phone is like a little like <laughs> it's like it's like a little gift. You know what I mean? Yeah. L- like like a notification is a little gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's it's all these little sweet packages that you get to unwrap, and it's, and like and so. Sorry, imagine your
0: phone going, "ding, and then you open. Uh, <laughs> a sweet package. I get a sweet package. everyone area. in the room is like, "What the?" <laughs> what? <laughs> um,
1: but you, you see what I mean? It, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's like, it's like there's this... like I feel like Animal Crossing is like a really good example of it. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 like everything in that game is is built around the like the feeling of like getting to unwrap something. Getting to like discover something—that's what the the Pokemon you know? card craze is about. Yeah. It's yes. Like, yes. Open him, exactly. Like, oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, what am I gonna get? And and you open it, and then you you pour over them, and it's they're special and beautiful for a little bit, and then like you know, ten minutes later, you want to get a new pack. It's it, 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 it's mm-hmm. it's this sort of addictive. It's the high of discovery. This high of discovery. Yeah. And and um, and so I I think. It, I have to be in. a I have to really break away from that in order to just sit down and en- and enjoy an album for what it is. Yeah. Like like like, just if if I'm not making a point of it, like if I'm not setting aside time to just like, all right, I'm just gonna enjoy this album the way that it was meant to be enjoyed, and not nah. have that sort of gifty relationship with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I I need I need it to be sort of packaged and wrapped up and, and and um you know, I'm not proud of that.
0: Yeah. No, I mean I totally get it. And I think it was easier to be like an album listener like ten years ago. Yeah. Before like our phones started to dominate our lives and like like literally for me, I it's hard for me to just watch anime for right. example. Because my attention attention span yes, has been yes. destroyed. And it's, so it's just hard for me to just sit and just be like, I'm going to read subtitles for 20 minutes and enjoy this thing. But it's yeah. like, in my mind, I'm like, ideally I would be playing a video game while watching the TV. the same time. And it's right. like, album listening is challenging because of that. And yeah. it's like, nowadays, it's like, I listen to music when I'm doing other shit. Yeah. And that is like, you're not, you're not giving it the full focus. Yeah. Like, so I, I totally get that. Because well, it's like, I also, uh, in New York City, No one drives a car, so you don't. You don't have these like. For me, it was always like I have long car rides, places to just listen to an album front to back, and you don't text while you drive, so you can like do that. Like you can, you know, you can listen on the train or something. But also, there's so much noise and commotion, and
1: also you like looking over your shoulder. Well, I mean, like I I will say, I mean, I I do listen to albums Mm -hmm. like. Mostly, I'm. I, I'm not. I'm not huge on like playlists and stuff like yeah. that. I. I. I do do that sometimes, but like, I like listening to an album through. But 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 what I what I mean more is like, is like. Each song has to, it's like like Marie Kondo like spark a joy yeah for yeah for me to like listen to an album all the way through True. um like, like the like the moment I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like challenged, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I like we'll move on to the next thing, which is which is why I need you know in in a, a nine song album, four of them have to be ones that are like I that I like instantly. it's, yeah, it, it's like yeah. it's like this little Prince fucking gross way of relating to art and the world where it's like, you know, fucking keep my attention and I'll tolerate mm-hmm. your art. You know who really figured that out? Bruno Mars on his first album. (laughs) (laughs) He did. I mean, he's the king of it. He's the king.
0: I, like, that's, it's so true. Yeah. I don't know. What's, uh, is there a type of music that you just have felt nothing for, that you just can't get into? Not really. Um,
1: I mean, I've I've tried a bunch of times to get into Bjork into what? Bjork, like Bjork. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. B-J-O-R. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. And I, I can't fucking do it. And I like, feel like all that's, my friends, you need a guide. You need someone yeah. to like, hold your hand through that. All I my feel friends like. love her music. <laughs> and mm-hmm. like, I have certain songs of hers that I love, but I, I just, I can't fucking do it. And I know that one day, Like I know that it's gonna be like the Velvet Underground. I know one day I'm gonna be like, "Holy shit, Bjork is a fucking genius, Mm -hmm. and I'm a piece of shit for not listening to her music." And like, what have I been doing all these years? (laughs) But for now, I'm a little prince. Mm -hmm. I feel like
0: for me, the one that was all like, I'm still not into it, except for like maybe one or two songs. But like, OG like punk, like the Dead Kennedys and Black Flag and stuff. uh, I have had.
1: I've, I've had, I. Uh, I. I've, I've. I've. I've had an easier time with that. Like Black Flag was kind of my entry point. With like,
0: I don't old. know. For me, it's always like I listen. I try to listen to those artists, and it all sounds like the same. Yeah. And it's all it's all mids and treble, and there's no low end, so yeah. it's a very dry experience. Yes, and I, like, I know exactly what you mean. I'm yeah. like this. I respect. I know. Like. They're legendary bands. I'm sure they were amazing live, but like listening to it is just like so like did, one do, note. Pre COVID, do you did you go to a lot of live concerts and stuff? Uh, it took me. I haven't done a lot yeah. in recent years, but I used to go to a lot. Like especially in like college, I go to lots of metal shows and like yeah. My a lot of my friends were like in.
1: Like house shows and stuff
0: like that. Yeah, they were my a lot of my friends were like in like uh like Midwest emo bands yeah. and like yeah. like punk, good, pop punk stuff. bands and the easy core stuff. bands and music that I would never listen to of my own volition. Yeah, but they're all my friends and I was like, sure, I'll go to I'll come <laughs> hang out with you guys where
1: you're playing music. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's like um you know I I I, I do like some graphic design work mm-hmm. for this record label Wharfcat Records and um and so you know they're like a super small label and so Mm -hmm. when i first started working for them for them they couldn't pay me and Mm -hmm. so they would pay me in like by putting me on the guest list and Mm -hmm. giving me tequila and stuff (laughs) (laughs) and and so like going to punk shows and Mm -hmm. and you know i mean you know other types of music i don't know i'm singling out punk but going to shows was like a big part of my life yeah um pre-covid and so like, when I listen to, like, Black Flag and stuff like that, I, I sort of, I I just retrain or, or like, I just switch to a different listening strategy, mm-hmm. and and I really enjoy it as, like, capturing a live thing. L- yeah, l- yeah. L- like, like, I just put myself in the mosh pit, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, holy shit, this is an amazing fucking song, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, But, like, I mean, I guess that that's, like, the big thing with me is, like, is, like, listening strategies and, mm-hmm. like, you know, this because for the first 10 years of my life, I was, like, it's the Beatles or nothing, which was just, like, so fucking dumb and lame. And Imagine, like, like, hating on a 10-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> like, this fucking nerd only listens to the Beatles. Well, like, it, it, it was just, like, you know, I didn't understand that, like, I mean, I had the same thing with movies for a while, where it's, like, you don't watch, you know jurassic world and expect it to be like battleship potemkin you're not you're you're like you're not you're not going (laughs) you you know what what i'm saying like like, like you're not you don't you don't see captain marvel and expect it to be art yeah you fucking maniac like it's good for it's like serving the purpose that it serves Mm -hmm. and like to 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 say like oh i don't like metal because you're because it doesn't sound like the Beatles. It's like, yeah, bro, they're not trying to sound like the Beatles. Like like, like, like god, these guys are doing a really bad job of sounding like the Beatles. This you isn't know? romantic and British at all. Right, right exactly. <laughs> yeah. And and I think like there's there's a big breakthrough for me to 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 realize like, oh, there's like this is not that's not the purpose of this music. Right, right. You know, and like the purpose of Black Flag isn't to like be a banger in the club yeah yeah, you know
0: i don't know just for me for like personal preference when i listen to like more aggressive music i prefer having like low low end like it just matters so much more i don't know and that's just like That's my spoiled little prince take on (laughs) (laughs) this. Just a couple of princes. Just a couple of princes. A world full of princes and Mm. then a bunch of peasants making music for them. (laughs) Please like my band, (laughs) sir.
2: Please. (laughs) I I work so hard.
0: There's like a lot of people, a lot of people on TikTok who like will make videos that are like, this, this, like, I'm listening to my song right now. Help me get it to 1 million views. It's like, I ain't fucking helping you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you got to suffer like the rest of us, pal. Yeah. Ha- have you seen those those Instagram ads that are like that are like if you like Mac DeMarco and The Strokes, then you'll like my s- music. Or you know, <laughs> like you know, or if you like Ariana Grande, then you'll like me. And it's like you're so like that's how you want to start. Like that's how you like, <laughs> like that's how you want to like strike out into the world It's like I sound like everybody else. Yeah, it's so I don't know.
0: It's that's so it's too much. One which, thing
1: which, which, which I want want to clear yeah, I'm not I mean of course like everybody's pulling influences from everywhere, but like to go out with you like your mission statement is like I'm going to am going to like sound I'm going to sound like Mac DeMarco. Yeah. And I like like I want people who like Mac DeMarco To like my music because it sounds like Mac DeMarco, right? It's like (sighs) I I have been thinking about this a lot in the age of like our
0: hyper connectivity and exposure to like lots of types of people and art forms is I think nowadays we have a problem where everyone has an aesthetic, very few people have an identity, Mm. so people push. I belong to this group or I'm in this group before they look at themselves and say, well, what do you actually make or provide? Right. And I think that's like, kind of follows with that is like, if you start a band and you're like, we're going to be like, so like
1: Mac DeMarco. Yeah. It's vibe over intent. Right. Well, like, like, I mean, that was, that's the crux of what I love about Mm -hmm. the Velvet Underground is is that it's, it's idea driven songs. Mm -hmm. Like, like, I mean that, like any one of their albums, like all the songs sound completely fucking different, right? Because each song is like they're they're trying to express something specific, Mm -hmm. and they're going to use whatever sounds best convey that idea, right? And so, so if if they want to convey something that's very sweet and Mm -hmm. and loving and affectionate, they're not they're not like they're not going to write something that sound that's like really intense and mm. aggressive you know you know like just because they're the Velvet underground, underground right and if they wanna you know like, like like it's it's not it's it's divorced from vibe it's mm-hmm. it, it's like it's about the message being conveyed, which is which is why I hate musicals so <laughs> fucking much it's like like every every song in every musical is just someday i'm gonna make it in this city and it's just like <laughs> I, it, it, it's all just meshes together it's all just people breathless and and trying to hit the most impressive notes mm-hmm. and it's like yeah but what are you saying though <laughs> but what are we talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know <sighs> I get that. That got me, got me a little heated up. Heat heat oh, like, cool down. See, I have the
0: problem with my own comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what am I saying? What am I bringing to the table? <laughs> yes, I made some people laugh, but why is that joke? Why does that matter? Yeah. And the answer is none of it does. <laughs> and I'm going to have to figure out a way to be okay with that. I don't know. I, I I I get what you're saying with that though. It's it's very clear in like I think that's a problem with A a problem a lot of people have with, like, I'm going to use this term, but I'm not, like, one of these people who uses this term, but, like, mumble rap is, like, the people who hate on, like, quote, unquote, mumble rap is their problem with it is it's all, like, it's all musical and it's all a vibe. It's it's very void of real emotion or Mm -hmm. real experience or real perspective. It's just, like... It's basically dance music that happens to have rap in it, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, what? There's no message. Like, what does it matter?" It's like, yeah, that's but that's part of the fun sometimes, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, uh,
1: like like I I, I want to be you know, after my little uh, <clears throat> blow up there uh, <laughs> yeah, on a backpedal a little bit and say you know like like I know that <laughs> like backpedal. Here are my three favorite musicals. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. I stand by that, but but um, like you know i recognize that like yeah not all music has to be idea driven and like yeah. you know whatever but like that is what i like about the Val- mm-hmm. Val- underground you know whereas black flag what i like is that it transports me to a to to the concert and what i like about lcd sound system is that i want to dance you know yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it's not like uh i'm not like oh you got to have a fucking thought <laughs> like a vibe is fine sometimes it's just I want a thesis. Musicals can choke. <laughs> Kids these days
0: listening to Ariana Grande. Like, they like, where's your thesis statement? <laughs> where's your research? <laughs> Cite your sources. <laughs> where's the introspective hey, psychedelic hey, hey, hey. like experience? If these lyrics
1: aren't on JSTOR, I don't want to fucking hear them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my God! Okay, well we're uh we're winding down here. Yeah, and uh, I ask everyone a question at the end of this, and the question is: In your own creative journey with this, we talked more about listening to music than we did making music. Yeah, well that's uh that's okay. Um, I guess we'll talk comedy another episode later. But I got <gasps> a space in that maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how I. We'll see how I do. But uh, do you have like a message or a theme that feel, that you feel like resonates with you creativity, creatively in your own life? Mm. Like, do you have some you stick to either in comedy and music or yeah. just music and? Um, <laughs> have I a think... fucking thought. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have a thought. I think. Well, it's. Man, that's hard.
0: It's kind of a loosey goosey
1: episode for a question like that, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I think I I you know, we've been talking about music the whole time, but I, I think I probably have stronger uh like philosophies about comedy. Mm-hmm. Um
0: I mean just in like in creativity in general. Yeah.
2: I think that
1: like the the most valuable experiences that I've had in music or in writing, because I write too. We didn't get to that. I didn't even know you write. Fuck. Um, in, in music or in (laughs) writing or in comedy, um, is when I find that, that, that I'm expressing rather than imitating. Mm -hmm. Like, like, I think f- for years for years I was writing li- li- like uh, li- like for years I was writing songs just kind of trying to sound like a band that I liked mm-hmm. and I was writing short stories that um you know were just kind of assigned like mm-hmm. a teacher needed a story and so I would just kind of like fucking say sh- some shit mm-hmm. and I didn't really have anything I actually wanted to express with it and and um
2: like i think i think
1: the 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 most exciting experience i've had writing music was when i was in edinburgh and i was i was uh listening to a lot of uh donovan he's a like a singer songwriter mm-hmm. uh kind of folk guy and uh and and i wrote this song that like I, I was just i was just playing these two chords that like show up in his music a lot and and i was just kind of like improvising lyrics for myself and just sort of making stuff up and and i was just really you know lonely and and lonely i was just super fucking lonely at the time and so i was singing about that and and then i started thinking about a friend of mine who i really loved and had a lot of affection for and i was singing about her and then and, and I, I i said just kind of like you know uh like like when when you're improvising you kind of just go to tropes and stuff mm-hmm. like that and so i said i said the world's riches are useless without you mm-hmm. which is just kind of like you know whatever tropey line and then i thought about it for a second and then i, I sang i sang i finally understand what people mean when they say that mm mm-hmm. And it was the first time I gave myself goosebumps, <laughs> like like <laughs> with my own music. Yeah, where like 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 you know there there are some there are some singer songwriters, there's some musicians who like their lyrics. Like Father John Misty is a really good example. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard him, but yeah. but but he he his lyrics when you listen to his songs, he just kind of writes the way that he talks, mm-hmm. and like when you're trying to write a song, you, you sort of fall into these traps of just, like, trying to imitate other songs. Mm-hmm. And when I listen to his music, it's this, like, master class reminder again and again that, like, you can, you can say a song, you can sing whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. You don't have to sing something that rhymes, you don't have to sing something that sounds like something mm-hmm. that has already been made. And so, like, like, it was this moment where where I realized that I actually had something inter- interesting that I wanted to say with this mm-hmm. song. The 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 whole song is is about like uh you know the, the verses I kind of sing these sort of tropes and then about people and and in my life who mean a lot to me and you know whatever, and then and then the choruses are about you know I'm at a point in my life where I actually understand what those phrases mean. Right, right. That 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 you know I, there, there's a verse about about you know, dance like no one's watching and stuff like that. And the moment when I actually, re- oh, okay, this is what like I-, I was at a show and I was dancing really, really hard, and I realized like, oh, this is what people are talking about mm-hmm. when they like like that. Those words actually yeah, refer yeah. to something, yeah you know. <laughs> and, and so, really realizing that like that was like an interesting thought that I wanted to express, mm-hmm. and I had a way to do it. Like yeah, I, yeah, like yeah. I could put it to melody and chords and stuff like that it was an important moment. Um, so. Again, I didn't answer your question, that's, okay. that's, that's good. that was a little fun moment with music for me.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I try to dance like only my cat is watching, <laughs>
1: and he's the only one that gets to see it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, don't, you don't have to imagine too hard. You don't have to pretend. It's just the truth of the matter. Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm like, I'm, I'm in this situation every day. I get juiced up on caffeine. Girlfriend is at work. I just do weird dances in front of my cat. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for uh, coming on. This was fun. Yeah. We'll uh, maybe have you back to talk about <laughs> comedy. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. we'll see if
1: I maintain this level of funnier or or increase It'll in, be fine. in the coming months. You'll be fine with it. It'll be okay.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Ringing endorsement. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in. It's been another episode of Don't Quit Your Day Job. Uh, Sasha, do you have any plugs? I'll oh, put them in the episode
1: description. Uh f- follow me on instagram I'm at sasha von d mm-hmm. uh, uh my band camp is i think it's either, i think it's sasha von d now it was bingo Crisco for a little while <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty fun um and uh if you, if you guys want to see my graphic design didkofsky.com uh slash sasha von d is my portfolio i don't know i don't, I don't really have anything <laughs> to plug yeah
0: uh, get your linkedin up and
1: yeah <laughs> All
0: right, guys. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, It's good stuff. Uh, I'll see uh, These underwear are great. I'll see you. I'll talk to you next (laughs) week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.